Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design pod. It's not like I've been doing this intro for like 40 buggy. Are you like spitting some dad rock at me right now? I'm on that. Kid Rock! Is he even relevant anymore? Kid Rock? Yeah. I feel like I remembered news about him breaking a little bit ago about him being like shady and rich. Oh, okay. Because like I was, I was gonna say if he didn't partner with somebody who won a Grammy this year, is then is he not relevant anymore? Because I'm, it's like Billy Ray Cyrus. He's Where's like that? he's relevant again because he was hanging out with Little Nas. Where's that Kid Rock Billy Eilish collab? Do you think they would work? Billy get... Eilish is a little bit more like chill. I it think depends. Like, chill voice. If Kid Rock. Did endorse Donald Trump like I have a weird memory of him doing, and I don't know <laughs> if that's true or not. Uh-huh. But if Kid Rock did do that, probably not. If Kid Rock didn't do that, Let me pitch you something I'm better. so sorry for the slander, Kid Rock, if you never have and never would endorse R- Donald a Trump. A rap album featuring our president. We call it Songs from Oranges or something. I really hoped that you were going to fit the word Trump in there. (laughs) Oh, okay. We can go with the easy one, Trump card. That's the name of the fucking album. That's a good name. (laughs) Hey, everybody. We are Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast inspired by Cool Games, Inc. We take your lovely submissions from Reddit, Twitter, email, and YouTube. That's not official channels. Fuck you. And we turn them them into uh, lovely AAA video games that are sometimes stolen from. They're sometimes stolen from, and we are building a court case for that. And this is dead serious, and I'm not telling a fib. We I've are... never told a fib on this podcast ever. That's a crock of shit. <laughs> we are still healing from the Butterfingers incident. Um, <laughs> the, oh, the, ad campaign. the 2020 Butterfingers incident. Speaking of, I played the demo for that Final Fantasy How VII. was it? So goddamn amazing, Blake. How does it feel to like finally play the game you have literally been waiting for your whole life? I have been waiting for this game for my whole life, and mm-hmm. it's. Everything I wanted it to be, honestly, and a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mainly, the thing that I wanted was to see Cloud Strife swinging his really, really big sword around super fast, like a super cool man. See, I look at Cloud and I'm like, wow, that's just budget guts from Berserk. They look nothing alike. They have big swords and they swing them and are rowdy. Like I just Here's look, thing. I look at anybody with a big sword and I'm like, budget guts. Cloud- all, all the char- <laughs> all, all the characters from Soul Calibur. Oh, these are these are cool, but they're not guts. You know, if you can tell. I'm. I agree. A super There's a huge because- problem that I have because Ivy's just a carbon copy of guts. Think about it. <laughs> Tall, revealing clothing, revealing clothing, <laughs> huge titties, full of innuendo. Oh God! I, I for those who don't know, anytime anybody sees Gut Sword, which is like this big, like eight foot long sword, they literally use the same sentence for some fucking reason. I wonder that if it was a trans- huge and girthy, and I want it to be pushed against me. That's not what they say, you fucking <laughs> goblin the, of a man. That's the sentence. No, they say no, no, no. Everybody I don't, I don't know. They, they all say the same fucking sentence for some weird reason. I wonder if it was like a translation it's, thing. They say it's like, look at that sword. It's so big and thick and too big to be wielded by a man. And I'm like, <laughs> that's basically the same thing that I just said. <laughs> sure. But yes, Ivy is a is very has a lots of gut, lots of guts energy. <laughs> Here's the big thing that's different between Cloud and Guts. Uh-huh. Guts is just a sad and broken man. Are you kidding me? He's like, I mean, after the eclipse, yes. <laughs> he's had like, a lot of bad but, times. But now, like, you know, he's 
better. He's got like a bunch of friends. He's got like a little, like a cool little witch daughter, and you know, everything's... Guts has a cool family now. Uh-huh. I haven't read Guts Berserk. <laughs> yes, you haven't read the manga Guts. But here's what I will say <laughs> that is a thing that Cloud does, and I don't know that it's something that our dear friend Guts Berserk would do. Mm-hmm. Cloud Strife is in an elevator with his not friend yet, Barrett. And uh-huh. Barrett's going on about like, Mother Nature's dying. Mother Nature's screaming in agony. Can't you hear that? We got to shut this horrible, corrupt system down and we got to stop polluting the whole planet. And uh-huh. Cloud, Cloud's like, Bro, you hear the planet? You need to go to a therapist. <laughs> and the lady that's in the uh-huh. elevator with Cloud when he says that, like, she looks at him like, Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> And I don't know that cl- that Guts Berserk would be that mean to somebody that's preaching that we need to stop polluting. Uh, he has not. I know he's he's done some fun ones. One, he l- basically let a girl stab him so she can make her point. The woman that he loves was like chewing him out for be- for deserting them or whatever. And he was like, yeah, I've done this bad. I, I actually fucked up pretty bad. And then she stabbed him. And he's like. <laughs> You know I love you, right? And then they fucking just they, they and then they kiss. they kiss right after he's but that's bleeding what I'm out. Saying. Like holy shit, Guts is such a martyr. And Cloud Strife <laughs> looked at somebody like that was quoting like we need to stop polluting the earth, and Cloud uh-huh. Strife was like, okay, Snowflake. <laughs> you want to talk about some fake video games now? I would love to talk about some fake video games. <laughs> Do you have a video game pitch for me? I heard you laughing a lot when you were digging through them, so I want you to give me the first one. I feel like you got some hot iron for the first chuckle. Um, I well, there's one that it's not really a game submission. Okay, this one comes from Anarcho Accelerationist at Dialectician. Make a game you think your co-host would hate. All right, I got this. So, <laughs> okay, here this is. So. It's an action, it's a character action video game where you uh-huh. get to play as this super, super hot looking robot made with a really big butt. And there's going to be a bunch of, <laughs> and it's going to have a really, really cool combat system with uh-huh. like a, with a really fun dynamic camera angles that'll go from beat em up to shmup to bullet hell to side scroller. Uh-huh. And then like, there's going to be all sorts of kick-ass philosophy in it, right? So like, wow, you're going to meet really, all these really, robots I'm really that are the embodiments of all so of these philosophers throughout history. Uh-huh. I'm really and if you click the game. two sticks in together, she blows up and her butt hangs out more. <laughs> what do you think of that video game, Blake? It sounds really good on paper. Yeah, apparently fucking it's not good, Blake. <laughs> apparently you hate it. Why are, you, why are you grabbing your mic like so? AJ grabbed his mic. I filled, I'm standing up now. <laughs> I'm heated. Blake, you're you grabbing, son of a you're bitch. You're grabbing your mic like you're some fucking WWE wrestler right now. It's like about to throw down a like an insane insult. No, AJ. Uh, if, oh, does it sound like a great game, Blake? <laughs> Can you smell? Does it sound like a great game, Blake? Hey, uh, here, does gonna, this cool game I can't, sound I can't good? Lift my mic here. I'm going to lift my mic now. And AJ, can you smell the shit coming out of your mouth? For those who don't know, AJ uh, is making fun of me because I don't like near Automata. Everybody knows that I'm talking about near Automata because it's the best fucking video game ever, <laughs> and all of them know that except you. Well, too Make bad a video game your too, co-host too, hates. Too bad it plays like shit. Sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> What's your fun game that I would hate? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think you. I think you nailed it pretty much on the head. Give me a submission. <laughs> I don't really have a game you would hate. I'm just gonna sit here. 
<laughs> Actually, I do know a game that you would hate. Oh? I'm going to make you a visual novel like Honey Pop. Okay. But it's all about the buildup, but then it cuts to black before you get to the fun part. Because <laughs> you're a horny motherfucker. And man, I would love to blue- I would love to cuck you on this one. <laughs> you dumb idiot. There's a reason why I haven't picked up any of those visual novels on the Switch market. <laughs> Well, because you know, some of them don't even have. They're doing something crazy. Some of them don't aren't translated. Some what? of them are actual legit just Japanese games. That's weird. That's so fucking. So you just cool. have to guess when you're going through it. <laughs> yeah, you have to guess the route basically. No, I think that's so cool because that kind of reminds me of like, like uh, PS Vita and stuff like that, oh, where you yeah. can you can access like games straight from the from oh, the that's spigot. True, yeah, you know, from the spigot, <laughs> from the video, from the old video game hose that <laughs> that market. They just keep pumping out those visual novels over there. I got a video game submission. Submission. Okay, tell me about it. This comes to us on Twitter from Melbent. At SSB. How to train your Dragula. Dragula? Yeah. Is that... What is Dragula? A song by Ozzy Osbourne, but I don't know what makes a Dragula different than a Dracula. See, I thought it was like a a dragon that's also a vampire. Oh, shit. (laughs) I'm going to look up Dragula really quick and see if there's something different. Is is it at all similar to Bunicula? (laughs) Do you you guys remember those? Those are children's books, right? So I looked up Dragula, Uh and I got something that came up called the Bullet Brothers Dragula, Uh and they're... Drag queens. They're drag queens that are all vampires. Wait. Oh, AJ, you know what we do? This is so kick-ass. No. Hold on. Wait. I'm just... AJ, I, I have the best idea. I have the, be- I, ha- I have the best idea. I have the best idea. I have the best idea. There's three seasons of the Bolette Brothers Dragula. I-, I love the idea of drag queens. Drag queens are fucking awesome. You know what we do? It's on Netflix. You know what we do? You fuck know- this. We're not doing any more video games. No, fuck you. No, 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 no. I have the best idea. I have the best fucking idea. Okay. So it's kind of a Telltale series game. But do you remember the kid, uh, the the kids movie, um, My Best Friend is a Vampire? Yeah, where where like they have to suck the cow's blood and all the cows turn into like little vampires and shit. Oh my god, yeah, that's a pull, right? What yeah, if you do that's a, te- a what, what if you do a Telltale series game like that, but instead of the van, it's like a it's a kid discovering that they love being a drag vampire. Might I propose to you this? Uh huh. It's a vampire realizing that they want to do drag. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, like you have the. I mean, it could be. It could just be one person, or it could be a uh, pair of friends that are learning to do. It's two friends learning to do their drag thing, and you. And it's it's a strictly couch co op game. So each person <laughs> picks their own drag. That way, you know what they do. In between levels, each player gets to figure out what their drag outfit's going to be. So you and I can be sitting on a couch and be like, "Hey, look at this glam shit I'm doing with my claws right now." And then you could be like, "Man, look at this sweet like." midriff dress I got going on or something. Here's what I want to propose to you instead. Uh-huh. I love this co-op story-based video game, uh-huh. but with the name How to Train Your Dragula, uh-huh. I think that one person gets to be the Dragula, and they're a vampire that's going to be doing drag. Uh-huh. The other one is their manager. They get to pick out the outfits. They get to pick out what they're going to be doing. They get to pick the venue and the track. Oh, I fucking love that. And then the Dragula has to like be like, I fucking, okay, I guess you got me nine-inch stilettos, and you've also decided that I'm going to be dancing to an 11-minute song, so fucking thanks, Gary. Uh, can I, th- I want to throw a little- Blah, I want to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want to. <laughs> See, I can say I can hear them saying that, but then doing like the really big like hands up in the air, like just very like dra- drama y. I love that shit. Okay, I want to throw a little more throw... dance to through the fire and flames. They're a child. Stop it. Oh, that's right. It's a child drag. <laughs> Scratch that. We can't have a child on stage because there's like child okay, labor okay, laws okay. about. Hold, hold on. Do thing. we want to age this up? Do we want to age this up? This is like a, a like full grown adults. Yeah, doing it's like mid yeah. twenties, kind of starting their drag adventure. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. That gives us a little. One bit person more. gets to be the manager. The uh-huh. others, the drag, the uh-huh. vampire in drag. You know what we could do too? What they're actually because uh, vampires live forever. It's like um, it's like uh, interview with a vampire. They're like two hundred year old vampires, but they look like they're in their mid twenties. I'm only two hundred years old, and I'm grabbing a new a new handle on life. It's me, Dragula. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute, Blake. We're getting too close to something. This will be robbed from us. Wait, what? It hasn't yet. Oh. But no. what, what we do in the dark is a show, or what we do in the shadows is a TV oh, yeah. show. They're going to steal this bit. Oh, they're going to do a They're going to do a drag. They're going to do a Sonny and Philly bit where they're fucking just on drag. Yeah, probably. So, okay, but I love this. I love the idea that, like, uh-huh, one player uh-huh. gets to make choices that the other one has to live with. Uh-huh. Like, that is so delectable to me, the idea that somebody can kind of grief their partner Can but I? It's, it's like a okay. teammate thing right mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. manager wants to make tough and challenging challenges for mm-hmm. the dragula so one game plays like dress be... them up while the other one plays is like a strategy thing where based on like what they chose to dress themselves up as d- dictates what venues you think would get the biggest return on it i think that it's no it's more like the manager gets to choose the venue, the track, the difficulty, and mm-hmm. like what the level is and the performance is. The Dragula has to actually perform that and do those quick time events and do those. Is little it like missions. a rhythm game, basically? I think it has rhythm game elements. Maybe it has platforming elements. Maybe it has <laughs> combat elements. Depending on what, like trick or uh-huh. show the uh-huh. manager has decided to book you for. Can I? Can I throw one crazy wrench in this? Yes. So, you know what kind of game has been on the rise lately? Um, there's a lot. Hold there on. There is there is okay, I I will just jump into it. Um, okay. crime janitor games. So crime like crime janitor games? Yeah, so like there there are these games that are coming out where it's a, a strategy game where you have to clean up a crime scene while the police are investigating it. Or you are playing a killer Roomba that has to like kill burglars but also clean up the blood out that you made after killing them. Okay, how so, does that tie into our co-op Dragula Telltale A Way Out-esque experience? What happens when vampires get hungry? They go on a rampage, AJ. So does the managers have to spend some of their time cleaning up after the Dragula's crazy shenanigans? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So then they yes, have that... to make sure their drag queen doesn't, or their Dragula queen doesn't get busted by the police for eating somebody. Yes, that's like the push and pull, right? Uh-huh, like uh-huh. the better the the manager gets to decide how difficult the Dragula has on stage performing. Yes, the Dragula gets to decide how difficult it's going to be for their manager uh-huh. to clean up their mess. Uh huh. Each of them want to create a difficult challenge for the other one to get uh-huh. more points and more success. But if you but are... if you make it too difficult, you mm-hmm. as a group lose. But you can also play the game super nice to one another. You can be like, "Hey, I want to do a run through of this game where we come be- become the best drag queen, but 
we want to be on each other's side. We're not going to make it hard for each other at all. We're just going to support each other. But it does do have a... the way out ending. Uh, oh, it has shit. a way out ending where, where you the have two to of them have to. The two of them will come to blows, and depending on who did better throughout the game, gets to decide who the winner is. Did did these two drag queens fall in love with somebody and are now going to vamp fight over them? <laughs> did somebody? Did somebody? Actually, you know what? You know what we do? Did one of AJ, their hunger just get too strong? AJ, you know what we do? You yep. know what we do? The, we do like we take a little little key from uh, Interview with a Vampire. One vampire made these two vampires in the Victorian area. Okay. So that vampire comes back and is now a person to play with. Maybe they're one of the final judges at the final event. Ooh. Like they found their way into drag queen. All vamp all vampire rows lead the drag, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking glam. Hell yeah. I want to put a pin in this because okay. I'm very interested. We, are, we had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah. You want me to give you one? Yeah. Okay, sweet. <laughs> I fucking love that game. <laughs> All right, this one comes to us from Trans Artist of the Day at Trans underscore Artist. Darkest Dungeon, but instead of fighting monsters, you're trying to get food at a convention. AJ, have you ever had to fight your way through sweaty smelling con goers? The, the, all the people holding a hundred swords in their bags that are just inches away from poking you in the eye? Or some weirdo that wants to get your picture because your cosplay is just so good, but you just want to fucking eat? <laughs> You know how fucking hard that is? That's when I feel my most alive. Really? It's, it's when it's just, all of my senses are going off. It's just right? your, like, nothing but it, lizard brain instinct? Your <laughs> lizard brain instinct. You know, you're hungry enough that like uh -huh. your mental processes have lowered, but your sense of smell is heightened. Your ears are just perked up because if anybody makes any sort of weird noise, you need to get away. Uh -huh. Your eyesight is going buck wild because you're trying to recognize so any many cool colors, cosplays. So many colors, so many things so many to colors, look at. So many colors, so many... Things so many so much shiny stuff and also threats and dangers because if you see somebody with an Ahigao T-shirt, you have to attack them. This is this state. Really, that that's you, where you draw the line, huh? The state, Mr. Horny AJ. <laughs> yeah, that's where I draw the line. The state that you've described is again. Uh huh. That's when I'm my most alive. Uh -huh. All of my senses are firing at max potential. Okay. I'm in fight or flight. I am okay. ready. Have you ever played Darkest Dungeon? Because I feel like I need to explain how that game works a little bit. Absolutely not. Okay, so you have a team of four players. So, I mean, not four players, but four characters. Each character has their own ability, stats, health, weapons, other things. Okay, And the whole point is you're going into a randomly generated dungeon and trying to get to the bottom of it. And uh, in this, it's like... Is we it a rogue game? E sort of it's like it's a turn-based combat oh game. i know this game actually yeah it's really really fun there's a sequel on the way i think Ooh, i know <laughs> i know somebody put out a mod where you can play uh play guts and his team from berserk in it <laughs> circling back a little bit nice. um he they actually even gave him like quotes and they gave his you can actually use his cannon arm and shit hell yeah it's so fucking cool i, I forgot love, that I he berserk. has a buster cannon he has a buster cannon how fucking cool is that god Berserk is cool, man. You should read the rest of Guts it. Guts is a cool guy. So, okay. Let's come up with our team of four, and they're trying to get to the other... We kind of know what the, the end of this dungeon is. It's trying to get to the food court yeah. and get food. So the four kinds of cosplayers. There's your photographer friend. Okay. There's your normie friend. Uh-huh. There's your cosplayed friend the one that like is really into it and knows how to build yeah everything. really into it knows how to yeah. build everything probably has a kick-ass sword uh-huh what's the fourth one is the fourth one just like con drunk <laughs> <laughs> i like that because each of these introduce their own level of 
complications. Like the photographer yeah, always Dungeon. wants to take play, always wants to take photos. Cosplayer is always having photos taken of them. Because the I normie remember... doesn't want to go anywhere because they're scared of like running into something. Because <laughs> if I remember correctly, Darkest Dungeon had like a sanity system, right? And, yes. Like, every time you got a character, those characters might have different fears. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then like when you go into the dungeon, you they could become too frightful and become scarred right like yes you could have a character or they have disadvantage on certain attacks and yeah you like could that. have a character that like is afraid of rats mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so like anytime they go into a room with a rat they get a point of sanity added or insanity added to them something mm-hmm. like that what's what is because i don't want to use insanity what do we use for uh anime uh, our local uh, convention is anime expo so well, this takes place at los angeles is actually no anaheim's anime expo what Fuck. do we call it? I, Anime Expo is such a fucking wild con, by I the love way. I love it. I love it, dude. So, insanity. What do you... What do we... Exhaustion? Exhaustion? That's pretty like, good. Cons uh-huh. are exhausting uh-huh. work. Are, are you telling me one of the healing potions in this game is deodorant? Deodorant or energy drink? Because <laughs> I go through so many energy drinks at conventions. Uh, baby carrots, trail mix, Tylenol. <laughs> Tylenol uh, and trail mix. Turns out this is also a podcast on uh, helping you prep for cons. Have all of these items and you'll have a great time. Also, second pair of shoes. Second pair um, of shoes. The normie friend has two backpacks, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Normie yeah. friend is like the snack they're the, They're the support character. Yes. They're like the medic person. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love that shit. The cosplayer... Um, that's all your damage. Yeah, you that's know? all your they, damage. They came in with they're in their guts cosplay <laughs> or their cloud strife cosplay. Okay, sweet, sweet. Name another character with a big sword. Name me another guts archetype. Another guts archetype. Uh, what's the one where they have um transistor? That one woman, the redheaded. <laughs> woman? <laughs> that's Doesn't she have like a fucking giant like yeah, sword she though? Has a big fuck. You asked me for an archetype, and that's an archetype. The archetype is just anybody with a big fuck off sword. Yeah, right? big fuck off sword, dude. Okay, yeah, cool. let's. You ask the question, and I have the answer. Also, what's his name? Uh, fucking Monster Don- Hunter Dante from Dante, Dante? <laughs> from DM- DMC. And it- <laughs> okay, <laughs> and of course Ivy. Yes. Well, she doesn't have a big sword. So what? What abilities does the cosplayer have? I guess, like, again, most damage. Yeah, they're most like health. They're the front runner of the group. And you know what you can do? Um, each of these slots can be filled by a different person. So, like, you can have different kinds of normies. You can have the normie who's really, really good at just kind of deflecting things. Yeah, these four are classes. There's yeah. actual, like, characters that will you be can procedurally choose which generated. Yeah, you can choose which cosplayer you want on your team. Like, you can have the Guts cosplayer. You can have the Dante cosplayer. You can have the Transistor cosplayer. Okay, yes, or, I like this. Or um, uh, the, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Mila Jovovich from the new Monster Hunter movie. Just a just a hunter. It's just a hunter. I don't know if she has a name. It's probably going to be Mila Jovovich. I mean, because the hunters don't have a name. It's not like they're like, oh, check it out, the most strongest, powerful hunter. You know, Dougie. What, you know what? Like a, a a weird love of mine is. I love characters introduced in movies that don't have names, like the, the bride. Yeah, like they're just so they 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 don't even have like any sort of title. They're just existing, and they all they are are just their appearance and how they act. I love characters. I that think are, that's really cool. I love characters that have a moniker, like the bride Ooh. or like um baby. You need from to baby pl- driver. You need to play Sekiro then, because everybody yeah, does he, buy a moniker. Yeah, I love. He's monikers. called the wolf. His trainer was the owl, which is so fucking cool. That's dope. Um, also, there's the other one, the butterfly, which was like another trainer of his. 
She's so f- oh man, the character is like years ago. So good, so good, so good. Um, you got another game for me, or is it okay. my turn? I mean, like, did we get that game down pretty well? I think we got it. You use those skills to get across the con, make sure nobody gets taken away. You lose all the shit. You got to make sure that you have your uh, sanity up kept, and you go around trying to get to the Okamoto Kitchen food truck so okay. that you can get a delicious tofu sandwich. Okay, I was just about to ask, like, what is like the it's a branded the, game. the premier con food? What, the best con food you can it get has to be greasy. And good. It's like, yeah, there's okay, so there's two ideal con snacks. There's one uh-huh. that's like the actual ideal con snack for any con period, and uh-huh. it's debatably the perfect food. What is that? Nacho tots. Oh shit, like dragon egg tots. Like dragon egg oh, tots. I love that stuff. Uh there's another con that we went to that they would call it the uh the kitchen sink tots. Yep, yep. Everything in the kitchen sink. Yeah. Oh, dude, tots are so good. Nacho tots are the penultimate con food, and I will not be taking any th- thoughts on that. AJ, you know, like the past three episodes, you and I, like around this t- around this time mark, around the thirty minute mark, we got we get into a little tangent on food. Are you and I just like hungry at this time of day every single fucking day? <laughs> yeah, I think we are. Because <laughs> like literally I've noticed that like last episode we were talking like, hey, you want to go get some food right now? <laughs> give me give me a game. I just noticed I just noticed that. This comes from what they should do. Uh-huh. Uh at what they should do. Mm-hmm. A Soulsborne like game, but you are completely invincible. The challenge is that every hit you take sends you flying thousands of feet like a Bethesda glitch. I love that because there's, you know, like in FromSoft games, there's always breakables in the room. Yeah. That's just going to be so much fun. Like every room is just filled with barrels or stacks of books or other things. Yeah. And if you're like, just constantly running into. What's the, and like great, the big dog Sif shows up and uh-huh. smacks you with its big sword. Uh-huh. And instead of you dying or being cut down. You just get like shotgunned and splat against all the boxes, hit the wall, fall on the floor, and then have to get up. You know, and then Sif hits you again. And let me go far away. Okay, so how about this? How about this? Just looking at a standard level layout. So it's like a bunch of little bo- little enemies that lead to a boss, right? Yeah. So you go uh, through the level, and the if the enemy hits you or manages to hit you, it'll send you flying. You could introduce death in this game, where if you fall off the ledge. You start back at the beginning of the level. I, or, I'm interested in it's not a death system. I want to create something like, do you remember that one PC game that was uh, all over? Like every like Let's Play channel and streamer was doing it where you're the dude in the bucket with a pickaxe. Oh, get over it. Get over it. <laughs> I want, fucking hate that game so much. <laughs> I want the get over oh, it of, of Dark Souls. Okay. I want the Dark Souls of get over it. I want... I want like a full Dark Souls like game where uh-huh. you're just trying to get up the mm-hmm. tower mm-hmm. and then like two thirds at the tower you're gonna fight the Minotaur. And uh-huh. if the Minotaur front kicks you, you're gonna go way down, my man. I was thinking that you actually at the end of every level is the boss. And if the boss manages to get a hit on you, you go back to the beginning of the level. I think like they kick you so far that you land at the bat on the bottom of the mountain again and have to fight your way up again. To get to the boss, I think that there's but a the very bo- good but chance. But the boss maintains the damage that you gave it. Oh, that's so. Good, like yeah. so, like you say, in one run up the mountain, you do twenty five, you know, uh, percent damage. Yeah. You get kicked off, and it still has that seventy five percent health left. I like that because then there's still a, le- a level of progression. Like yes. you don't have to start the whole ass game. Yes, yes, over. yes, 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 yes. Okay. I also like the idea that maybe. 
if you're really smart about positioning, right? Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you do fight the Minotaur, and he would front kick you, and you're mm-hmm. good about your positioning. Maybe you don't fall the way all the way down, right? Like maybe if you get the angle right, you can nick the corner of if, the church tower, you bl- and then you'll stop there instead. <laughs> oh yeah, if there if there are obstructions in the air, you Those hit will it, hit you, you instead. get. So like maybe then some of the strategy that comes out is you always want to have your back to this obstruction, so you'll only get kicked into yeah, that thing. You get hit, you full on like Saints Row ragdoll <laughs> effect away from whatever just it's like, hit like the you. Spartan kick, like where he kicks the dude into the pit. Like He's that, like, but so flies. much more explosive. I, I like, love it. Like I said, Saints Row or Burnout level of just <laughs> ragdoll physics. <laughs> I fucking love that. Okay, cool. I want to discuss, okay, if it's a FromSoft game, it has to have some sort of core style, right? Yeah. The Dark Souls games were many were medieval. Uh-huh. The Bloodborne games were kind of like Victorian, sort of steampunky. Uh-huh. Uh, Sekiro was like a fantasy Japan. What are we doing here? I'm so I think glad th- you asked. Let me hear what you're thinking, and then I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I want to do a barbarian game. That's an interesting take. Mm, either that, ooh, or like an Egyptian-themed one, where you're taking on like the Egyptian gods, and you're always fighting up to their pyramids, basically. I was imagining something that looked a little bit more like a Kiari Pomu Pomu music video. What? You ever seen the Pon 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 music video? No, I have not seen the Pon. I mean, well, actually, it sounds familiar. If I saw or heard a clip of it, I'm pretty sure I could. Let me just go ahead and pull up this music video for you. Okay, okay. Was this the people that made Get Off Ez- uh, Get Off Ezuken? No, 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 no. You'll see. This is a very specific. Art style, I guess, is the right way to describe Wait, it. Wait, hold on. Is this the person of like the flabby, like, ski- uh, dude made of skin is just walking up streets and stuff? No, here you go. Oh, wait, no, I know this lady. Oh, my God. I'm talking pastels. I'm talking bizarre designs. I'm talking, like, statues that come to life but have, like, paper mache wings that are orange and yellow. So, basically, it's a cotton candy fever dream. A cotton candy fever dream is the best way to describe that. This has serious dick smasher Alex energy. Oh, my (laughs) fucking God. Just like the amount, no, just like the amount of pink. It's like slightly clown-like. It's a world where clowns have taken over. And AJ. it's a, it's a little twisted. Uh-huh. Like, I want it to look like that. Kind of like you could do, you know, uh, it's kind of similar, kind of not, but like the whole like Courage of the Cowardly Dog kind of thing, where some things look really sweet but slightly off. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that like I, that's what I want. I want mm. it to be like disproportionate, basically. Wow, there sure is a lot of like sweet cotton candy sunflowers here. Uh huh. But what's weird is that all the petals on these sunflowers are knives. Oh, I was thinking, <laughs> and if you lean in really close, they're always screaming. <laughs> <laughs> like if you like actually go close to some of these objects, they all tell their own little story. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, but again, at first glance, it looks so fun. Like, mm. at first glance, it looks really silly when you get like kicked off of the thirty-second tower and soar through this incredible maze of laser lights and clouds. Oh, AJ, AJ, got such a good idea. Here, here's our here's our first level. Okay. So our first level is Cotton Candy Cotton Candy Road. Yes. So you're basically going uh, going up this road um, that's lined with cotton candy bushes and stuff like that. But you notice when you touch it, it's really sticky. At the fr- at the end of the level, <laughs> the boss. This is a fucking spider who weaves <laughs> cotton candy. Yes, how fucking bitching would that be? Yes, it's very good. And what I also like is like, with the first boss being a spider that has like a, I'm gonna get you stuck mechanic. Uh huh. 
every time you get stuck, you just have to look at this spider. And I like the idea that- As it smacks you away. (laughs) Again, it needs to have like a fun energy to it. So Uh I think that uh like it's a spider, but two of its legs are big boxing gloves. And so you get stuck and the spider starts skittering over to you. And you're just like, oh man, (laughs) I'm going to get hit with the big glove now, aren't I? Uh And he just uppercuts you and you you go. You're just like a a monster hunter where you just kind of like are stuck on something. It's like, oh no, oh no. Uh, and then just kaplang, <laughs> and you like, and you land, and you always land in the same place when they punch you. It's just like on a soft bed at the beginning of the level. You always are guaranteed <laughs> to go back to the very beginning. The first level is so punishing. Yeah. <laughs> And then, oh, you know what you could do? Maybe you can like, you can collect little wads of uh, candy of of the cotton candy at the beginning of the level. So when they punch you, they actually uh, you can build up stickiness on their gloves. So eventually, they get stuck to whatever they touch. Ooh, so I they like may that. punch you. They may punch you, but now you're stuck to their glove, and you can swing on them a couple of times. Yeah, well, and do talk, some damage. Let's talk about one thing really quick. Uh-huh. Actually, you know what? I want to put a pin in this. This one's really fun. We're gonna this put a really pin fun. in this. Let's do some lightning round stuff. You got a video game for I, me? I fucking you bet I do, man. <laughs> All right, this one comes to us from Scrimmy. <laughs> from what? <laughs> Sorry, this name's really good. Scrimmy Dingus certified. <laughs> Sorry, Scrimmy Bingus certified <laughs> Dingus at Coyote. Coyote K-O-K looking. A new Mario and Luigi RPG title where the Mario Bros are tasked with babysitting all seven all seven Koopalings and Bowser Jr. while Bowser takes a personal day on his honeymoon with Peach. Yes, of course. So Mario is reluctantly looking after these kids. You know what I love about this? Uh-huh. Octopath Traveler, baby. What? Octopath Traveler? The cool RPG that yeah, no, game no, no, I, I know the game, Switch. but I don't know what the fuck you're talking about and so, how that correlates to this. Octopath Traveler has one critical flaw that drives me up the fucking wall. Uh huh. You can't have all eight characters at the same time. So, but Mario and Luigi do need to keep tabs on all eight of these babies. Mm-hmm. So you get all eight party members all the time. I was thinking, okay. Okay, we, if this is okay, I'm looking at this a like turn based RPG oh where you have God. a party of are eight. you are you making the sequel to Paper Mario, the long awaited sequel? Yeah, the long awaited sequel to Paper Mario that definitely didn't already exist on the DS in the Mario and Luigi RPG series that was really kick ass and underappreciated. Wait, that was was that an RPG series? I thought that yeah. was a side by. I thought that no, was those a are RPGs. Are you talking about Mar- Mario and Luigi like Bowser's Inside Story? Yeah, those are RPGs. Really, you I didn't, didn't know, know that. No, I didn't. Oh, it's a sequel to those then. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, I want that art style. But, okay, okay. And okay. I want it on the Switch. Uh-huh. But instead of like you playing with like just Mario, Luigi, Bowser, and Peach, I think was like the party you could get. Uh huh. You have all eight of the Koopalings. Mm-hmm. Also, how come they're all? How come the group is called the Koopalings and Baby Bowser? Um, the Koopalings aren't actually Bowser's kids. He adopted them. Isn't that wholesome as fuck? Sometimes I learn something about Bowser, and I'm like, man. He's really sad and good, actually. <laughs> like, uh, Mario's just some tubby Italian dude that's <laughs> running around attacking animals, and Bowser's like, I'm just trying to look cool in front of my all nine of my kids. <laughs> he is serious dad energy. No, like, the, his whole backstory, I think... Is I know he had some he had a wife or somebody that he had Bowser Jr. with. Okay. That sure. wife is gone, which is why he always wants to have Princess Peach so he can give a mom to his kid and his uh, nine other adoptive children. Man, fuck Mario. <laughs> 
Oh, I mean, like, Princess Peach shouldn't be forced to be any, anything under, uh, like, that's still fucked up, so that's okay. And Bowser does still drive a giant spaceship that is a giant pirate ship, and he does <laughs> his face on swoop it. in and attack planets. Yeah, he's not a Fuck, great guy. Bowser's so cool, though. Bowser is fucking cool, man. <laughs> so, could this be a thing? Okay, here's, here's the RPG thing. I definitely want to keep the vibe that Bowser is a bad guy. Bowser's always the bad guy. It's just kind of how it is. So one day... Unless we re- create a new bad guy. Really? Hear me out. It's like a... It's, it's the king of the boos. The boo king. That wants kids? Yeah. He's the trying boo to king wants kids? to kill kids. So did... Okay. So Bowser... Or maybe the boo king has kidnapped Bowser and uh-huh. Princess Peach. Okay. And now the Koopalings... Are on their way to go save them. He and Mario and Luigi need to make sure that these kids don't hurt themselves. Oh my god. That's so okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So Bowser uh King Boo um stole Bowser and all the Koopalings. Each level has one of the Koopalings on it. And when you collect one of the Koopalings, they give you a new ability to put towards new levels. I think they give you a new character. Like it's not just like Oh, you mm-hmm. get new abilities. Like, I don't want to play as Mario and Luigi. Mario mm-hmm. and Luigi have had their RPGs. We've played as them a so bunch of So this is going to be kind of like a Yoshi's World sort of thing. Where you're playing as a non... A, you're somebody that's that's near Mario, but not like Mario. No, you are Mario. Uh-huh. Mario, is the, Mario and Luigi are the commanders. Uh-huh. You are commanding the little babies to attack. Do you think they attack. are coordinated enough to run an army of children? Yes, because the left stick is all the Mario commands and the right hand, the right Joy-Con is all the <laughs> Luigi commands. Okay. Because it's for the Switch. Real quick, we're going to... Are you a Mario or a Luigi? I'm a Luigi. Luigi. Luigi's you're, got the better games. You're a Luigi? Wait, are you talking like... I'm sorry, I thought you meant like a Luigi or a Mario stan. Mm. Are you ta- asking? Are you asking me to kin kin assign myself yeah, to one of the what, Mario brothers? Yeah. What plumber are you? Oh, what a deep. I think question. you're Mario. Pretty full of yourself. You think Mario's <laughs> full of himself? I mean, yeah. He's like he's. I mean, actually, I don't know. I he just, never. He just gives me the air of like somebody who's like, I'm hot shit. <laughs> Luigi, but if has you been defeated- fucked in his career. As by Nintendo has been like, hey, did you know Nintendo? Did you know Luigi fucking dies? Did you know that you we know had the g- year of Luigi and that year fucking sucked for us so bad? We hate this green yeah, man. Like I fucking they fucking fucked Luigi. I'm so upset about it. Luigi is one of my favorite characters because I, I don't know. Just I think he's fun. I think the energy he has is cooler than Mario. I think he has more personality in everything he does. And the Mario is just like. I'm going to save a Princess Peach, a woman who doesn't love me, but I'm going to be a white knight about it. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> to me, Mario is like r slash incel. Don't get me wrong. I love playing Mario games. I love Mario Odyssey. I fucking love every single uh, RPG open world bullshit that thing they've done with him. But he's problematic, maybe. <laughs> he's like, I saved you. Can I get a kiss? Uh, I guess because you're pressuring me into it. I guess I'll give you a kiss, but fucking leave me alone. Mario didn't pressure Peach into giving him a kiss. She did that of her own accord. He probably gave her like a look, though. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you want to talk about a different game? <laughs> yeah. Or do you have more about our Koopaling thing? No, I just really like the idea of commanding eight tiny children in an RPG sense in the, in the way around. that Octopath Traveler did not let me do. Okay. 
I got a submission from anime profile pick at Tazzy527. Uh-huh. A survival crafting base building exploration game, but the base you build can move. So this is just like No Man's Sky, but gooder? I think No Man's Sky is a good idea, but I'm thinking less No Man's Sky, more Howl's Moving I castle. was just about to say, like, oh, dope, 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 like, dope. You get to... You have a base, and like when mm-hmm. it starts off, it's maybe just like four legs on a plot of land. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe this one's a little bit Minecrafty. Mm-hmm. You get resources, you get metal. Once you have metal, you can expand your platform. You have to get off of the platform, and like you can't traverse. Like um, there's a, like a bunch of different areas you can go to, different biomes. Let's say, yeah, you can't really walk from biome to biome efficiently. You have to use your platform. The things you upgrade are at speed, how much shit it can carry, where it can travel. Like you You'd have to build it a boat so yeah. that you could get it across the ocean or the river. Yeah, like just like in the real in the real world, like certain certain like um, materials only exist in certain areas of the yeah. globe. So you're like, man, I've I've farmed like iron here, but now I'm looking for some I'm looking for some uh, titanium. But titanium's on the other side of the freaking planet. So yeah. you got like you, that's your first goal. So it's like. You are trying to build the best platform that can survive on this planet. Is that like just I think kind of the thing? It's less of like trying to reach like some sort of like goal peak, and it's mm. more of just like it capitalizing on that like rinse and repeat of like upgrading your thing mm. mm-hmm. whenever you can to make it bigger and better. There's this really cool game. Um, you and I should play it. Actually, it's called Raft. Have you ever heard of it? No. So basically, you start out on this like floating piece of wood, and you have just uh, a hook like that you can throw out. Uh, surrounding you is you can throw it out and collect like bo- uh, plastic bottles, pieces of wood, sometimes tools, sometimes material. And the thing is, you're trying to build out your raft into this big surviving thing where you can like catch fish from. You can uh, store all of your minerals. You can store all these things, and then eventually you build up the uh, ability to go diving and fight off sharks so you can collect like actual metal from the sea that floor. sounds so satisfying it's yeah, really I want really fun I, like that's that game mm-hmm. capitalizes on the loop that I was mentioning I mm-hmm. want that loop but with the themes and visuals of something like Havel's Moving Castle Could I want it? to build a steam engine that can make my coal, my walker house move faster and it's the it's the thing oh you can play like we could just steal from Minecraft like during night like that's when monsters come out Yes. So you need to build fortifications on your platform so they can't get onto it in the night. Yeah, and like the better fortifications you have, the better resources you can get from those monsters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you? Are you? We also going to say that you can't survive the night unless you are on the platform. Like you can't build a, you can't build something off of the platform. You can only build on your platform. Mm-hmm, yes, I mm-hmm. like that a lot because then you would need to go out and get like wood so that you could build ladders so that you could start building up and up and up. But mm-hmm, you can't mm-hmm. build outside your platform. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So like you start off with like maybe a six by six platform that you yeah. can build off of. Yeah, yeah. It has like a little little cot, like a paper cot or yeah, something like that. Yeah, enough for a bed, mm-hmm. a light, and like mm-hmm. small crafting stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, you know what would be really cool? Like the opening intro to this game is just to add a little bit of mystery. It it looks like you start out on a raft in the ocean, but as you come towards the continent, slowly like robot legs come out from the water, and it turns out that your raft is actually a walking spider thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Like walking on the floors of the ocean. That's a kick-ass visual. I like that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Cool. That's a cool game. You want to give you a, want to give you a game idea? Yeah. Sweet. This one comes to us from... Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, 
Hey, AJ, really quickly. Yeah. Carly Rae Joestar at Alex Creech recommends uh, it retweeted from at Connor Booth, the Konami code, but it's sex. But they made an adjustment. Um, no, uh, no, wait, the Da Vinci code, but sex. <laughs> also, the Da Vinci code is just Apple. So what does Apple mean? Does that what? Like... I don't know what the Da Vinci code is. Da Vinci code is like it's a book. Well, no, 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 no. Like the you know, like they have the um, the cylinder cipher that has like the like twisty knobs on it that spell out a word. Yes, the code for that is Apple. Okay. So are we going to turn how how does the Konami code and Apple involve sex, AJ? You, Mr. Sexy Man, Mr. um uh, Horny on Main. All right, so how follow can I him at Best AJ Ever to see how do I connect just like thought awareness? How do I connect the word Apple to sex? That would of course go back to Shorty had those apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. The whole club was looking at her. Now, obviously, this means that there's some sort of like sexual interest in whomever has those apple bottom jeans. Oh, side so, tangent, really quick. This is the second. Pow. This is the second time you've quoted in a mid two thousands rap song in this one episode. That's where I learned music from. I, I don't. I, how do I connect up, up, down, down, left, right, you, left, right? Is that right, how you B, eat an a, apple? Select start. Is that how you eat an apple? Sex. Wink, wink. Is that how you eat an apple? It, I'm going to keep saying it until you laugh at it. <laughs> There's not really I suppose you could do that to eat ass. <laughs> what is... No. I, this was a really a game idea. It's just I thought it was a funny You thing. wanted to talk about this, huh? I, I you just, just wanted to see I this and unpack that on us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe Star. I, I appreciate you. All right, my turn. You okay, lost your turn. Oh, well, it was worth it. ACAC, also known as Animal Crossing, Assassin's Creed. Are we just murdering we Tom also, Nook? We are murdering Tom, Tom Nook. Tom Nook is a fucking Templar. <laughs> I've known that for years. You're, the, the debt you owe him is what he's using to fund his Templar movement in your happy little town. Might I propose to you also uh-huh. Assassin's Creed Animal Crossing? Oh, really quick. This comes from Alley Cat on Twitter at Millennium Hoo-Ha. God, I can't believe- <laughs> <laughs> That's a good handle. I can't believe you almost forgot, AJ. Jeez. I'm sorry. This is like our one job. Which do we want to kind of unpack more? Assassin's Creed, Animal Crossing, or Animal Crossing, Assassin's Creed? Uh, Assassin... Aren't Wait, hold on. Aren't they the same? No, because a, Animal Crossing, Assassin's Creed would be an Animal Crossing game that th- deals with the themes and ideas of the Assassin's Creed. Uh-huh. Assassin's Creed, Animal Crossing would be an Assassin's Creed game where you play as... a a descendant of an assassin uh-huh and decide these are the same thing and deal AJ. with the themes of animal crossing <laughs> these are the no because one is in the, the world where thing. there are anthropomorphic animals the <laughs> other is our world but animals exist and we need to talk about that uh it's anthropomorphic are you telling me that shit will sell like hotcakes you put an anthropomorphic piece of fan art on twitter the shit will sell the shit will <laughs> Also, weird side note. I didn't know this. So do we don't have we don't have a game here, huh? I I can come up with one, but I want to okay. tell I want to tell a little furry story for you real quick. <laughs> um, we're currently working on trying to uh, you know figure out how the fuck we're going to run our Patreon. So I was like, "Oh, I wonder I'm going to search on Twitter how people run their Patreon." Um, uh-huh. I t- you type in Patreon into Twitter. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of penis and a lot of furry animals fucking for pay. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, more power to you. Fuck yeah. 
fucking horny on main. I Dude, love that shit. there's so much money in like four. I looked up Patreon and I'm not seeing furry porn. You're not seeing furry porn? No. I got a. I see somebody drawing artwork of my boy Garrus from Mass Effect. There you go. Which Either is way. pretty fucking tight. Either way. That's not furry porn, just, though. That's just I my just, good homie. Okay, fine. I'll pull up my computer right here. Maybe. I, oh, wait. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Found porn. <laughs> and I don't know. It was like, I just like, I was. There's on, good money. I it. was on my work computer. So, like, <laughs> I was like, my boss is like sitting five feet away and I just see some some furry dick. <laughs> and I was like, gotta close that immediately. <laughs> but Assassin's Creed, so you're just basically, you find out, you're trying to find out, like, why did I amass this much fucking debt? And it turns out Templars. Tom Nook has the Apple of Eden. Yeah. And then there's also some of the other villagers, turns out to be assassins, and they bring you into their fold. Uh, we and, already did this game. And there's, well, I mean, not it's not a cult. It's not a cult. <laughs> oh, you know? okay. But there's action in it. And there's like, it's not a mystery. It's just like you actually get to go assassinate people, adve- uh, Animal Crossing style. And you know what they do? Hmm. There's a really fucking grimacing scene where they have to cut off, you know, one of your fingers so the blade can fit through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But it's the Animal Crossing villager, and they just have mittens for hands, so you just have to lose the whole mitten. No, it just gets, like, a little cube cut out of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, do you have one more lightning round, and then we could jump into boss fights? and Let's talk about what our nug is. Okay. I think our nug is the uh, FromSoft uh, Cotton Candy Fever Dream game. We also had Dragula. Oh, Dragula was so good, too. I kind of... I like How to Train Your Dragula. Really? Yes. Okay, what are your points on, what are your points on, like, why you want to go with that one, and then I'll give my points on why I think we should go with uh, From Soft. I want to go with How to Train Your Dragula a little bit because, like, I'm, I fucking adore these, like, mandatory co-op games. I think that they're Mm. very interesting, and I love, like, competitive co-op also. Like, I love games like that, and... I'm very interested in the idea of, like, a Telltale game that is a little bit more competitive all the way through. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh, this is the, or, like, uh, the way out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I'm also very interested in creating this horrible event where you get to harass your player by being like, hey, guess what, Blake? I killed nine people tonight. Good luck, biatch. Games that force real tension between you and your collaborator are super fun. And I think that this one's such a weird one because, like, mm-hmm. the amount of work you're setting for the other one is, like, a level... Like, it's exactly that. It is... Yeah. You are setting the amount of work you expect your pl- other player to get because yeah, yeah, if yeah. they don't, that's bad for both of you. Yes. That's cool as fuck. Okay. I think we should go with the FromSoft game for one primary reason. Okay. One, it's irritating. I think game- <laughs> it's <laughs> it's irritating, but like all Dark Souls-esque games, you are so hungry to see what the next boss is going to be, what the next design is going to be like, that it just powers you and keeps motivating you to be like, if we yeah. can do more bosses, like let's say, uh, I don't know how many bosses are in Dark Souls, like say 20. Who's Imagine your 20. favorite or least favorite boss in Dark Souls. Any of the fucking dragons, because they're not built to be beatable. They're built to just fucking stand there. You swing at their foot 150 times and do nothing, and then they just kill you one shot. There's no, AJ, ask me real quick, what are the tactics for this? 
Actually, the gaping there dragon. Were none. There are none. There are no fucking tactics for this. The dragon with the big gaping mouth that was just a big mouth all the way down, that one had a little bit of tactics to it because that dragon couldn't like fly away from you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So and that one was a beatable boss. Also, let's uh, let's use the other one, the one that made you quit uh, Bloodborne. The one that's like, if you play the family music box three times, it'll oh, help no, you that out. Dragon, that, that's not a dragon, first of all. That well, boss I mean, that's fucking just a boss. rules hardcore, actually. Well, the, I, but I thought you couldn't beat it. No, the boss that I couldn't beat was the the lady that you walk in, and she's like in the church, and she's like, hello. And then she hulks out and do like a giant wolf thing. Uh, <laughs> and then the only way you can beat her is if you stand like in the back left of her. Uh-huh. Because she doesn't have a hitbox there. And every time I looked up anything on like any tricks to beat her, and I was like, "What's the system for this boss?" Literally, all the like guides and stuff said, it. "Oh, it's a boss in Bloodborne." So the trick is that you need to not think about how they designed the video game whatsoever and cheese it, <laughs> just like every other fucking boss we did in this. <laughs> AJ Hart coming in again to say Bloodborne's not a well-made game, <laughs> and I want to capture that raw hate. <laughs> That raw energy, like you can put everything you fucking hate into this candy cane, this candy cane tormenting game. You know what I mean? So all the bosses have fucking bullshit hitboxes, right? You can hide behind somebody, Uh and like if they punch forward, they have like air pressure behind their shoulder that would also push you forward. Oh fuck! I love that. There you might get a little bit like of luck because you might ragdoll and then hit their shoulder and Uh change your trajectory into the wall or something you know what we could do what we could just make this a one level one boss game too no i want the <laughs> climb like it needs to have like a level of like going up and zigzagging and stuff because like i want you to get to that point where you're fighting uh-huh definitely not sith uh-huh and definitely not sith hits you and you start falling and you like you go past Quelag's domain you go past the butterfly fight. You go past like you're just going Wait, down hold on. and are you down say, and down. Are you down. saying that you it, you go to the beginning of the game? I was thinking beginning of the level. I'm saying that there's the possibility of you going back to the beginning of the game. Like we, I mentioned, oh um, getting over it because yeah. getting over it, you could get to the tippy top of the game, and if you mess up in the wrong spot. You could just fall you down just, like eight stories. There's nothing you can do about it. And then you have to go through the game again a oh little my bit. God. I want that level of frustration on this game. I okay. want, like, if you get hit and you start soaring, you think to yourself, oh, God, how far back is this going to put me? <laughs> Luckily, then you just run into an enemy that, like, that causes you to like jag into a different direction or something like that. I want that moment where people are streaming and like their character goes flying and they just no, start screaming. No, 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 no. 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 And like they're just like drawing expletives and they're just so upset watching their character soar through the air past everything they've achieved. Okay. Five minutes. Let's decide our nugget. And then we also got This is inter- the nugget. You were right. Okay. Let's talk about bosses. Let's introduce some of our bosses. Uh, this one comes to us from Connor Rain on our Discord. It is cats with peppers for ears. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's an image. We'll go ahead and tweet that out. Uh, basically, yeah, it's just like it, these are these alien cats with hand with human hands and long necks, and their ears are made of like red hot chili pepper and they have a spaceship aj yes they they uh that boss fight is a little spaceship that you have to that you have to beat up and it's a spaceship made of uh it's a banana it's a banana spaceship Ooh, yes and then uh it it has stages it unpeels it like after you beat (laughs) it up it unpeels itself and some and a bunch of like horde of these little cats fall out 
and you have to like massacre like a hundred of these little pepper cats yes. to beat the shit out of them. I love this because like that's a fun boss fight because it, it's one of those bosses that doesn't have like a health bar. It mm-hmm. has like a number to it, right? Yes. Like you spill that out and there's a hundred of those little dudes. You have to kill a hundred of those little little uh-huh. dudes. And you know they'll what? try to scurry back to the bo- spaceship. They get in, they take back off, and they run around a little bit. Uh-huh. If you, 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 oh, go ahead. You go. I was going to say it's like um since they're so small they can't one shot you off but it has a it has a momentum system if there's a lot of them one punches you you'll bounce into another one who punches you again and then you keep bouncing until you gain enough momentum to fly <laughs> off of the level but if you manage to swing your sword before you get land before you land onto the next person to punch you you can break out of that yes i like that a lot like the idea that like it builds up yeah and when they're scattered out of out of the spaceship you have a little bit of respite where you can do Mm. some damage to this boss try to Uh clean as up as much as you can and then when they get back in you need to be defensive again yep 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 yep. uh i've got another boss fight suggestion this is from melbent on our discord Mm -hmm. tom nook with a sword and so <laughs> it's it's a crossover game. Like oh, you, well, one is, of the levels is fucking Animal Crossing. Yes, like you walk in and like it, we we're gonna do like a definitely not Animal Crossing type thing, right? Like uh, all uh, the animals look like villagers. They're like that fun chibi the art eyes style. Are slightly different. The eyes are photorealistic. Is the thing that's because like again, wait, that cat chili pepper thing. Like we talked about this uh, feeling like a. I forgot the name of the lady that did the music, but uh, Pumia oh, Pumia. Or yeah, something. yeah, 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 yeah. We want this to feel like one of her music videos. Like they're mm. fun, they're art outsy, they're a little abstract. You know what Cats you Cats with do? Chili Peppers for Ears is very good. A level where it's all just like Animal Crossing people, but they have knives and swords. You know what you could do? What? Like, what if they are the heart of this game? They were like, they're these alien race or whatever that's like, man, Animal Cro- the world of Animal Crossing is so beautiful. I want to <laughs> recreate that in my world. So you get to the, this is the last level, and the ending of the game is Tom Nook, but these are all aliens in weird mascot suits of the, char- <laughs> of the characters. They're like badly recreated mascot costumes of all the Animal Crossing characters. So you're the final level is you running through a cardboard facade of the Animal Crossing world, and oh, then you find I out like that. then you find out like they are the people that tried recreating this magical wonderland of okay. candy spiders. I see what you mean. So like banana cats. As you get to the end, you see this world deconstructed. You yes, s- you see past the set that they've been building, and mm-hmm. like the world kind of falls apart in this final act where it mm-hmm. stops being cutesy fun abstract things uh-huh. and you just see this like this like old weathered like tom nook looking character that's like sitting on like a stone with uh-huh. a sword in front of him and you walk in oh, and you're like fuck i'm yeah. ready to break out and he just looks at you looks down gives a deep deep sigh uh-huh. grabs his sword and then walks towards you and you have to fight him in like this dark pit oh fuck i love that you know what it's, you know what the design of the last level is too is the floor is covered in runes that show like different Animal Crossing and other things. Like you can look at the floor and there's like these stone etches of candy canes and pieces of bubble gum and all of like if you it's weren't like looking the religious writing yeah. that you can tell like your whole <laughs> like journey hierog- has been you build it. like yeah. they've been trying to build these ancient hieroglyphics. Yeah. <laughs> And that's that's the thing that motivated like and another and how we allude to that is every time you beat a boss, like um it breaks down because well, wait, it's wait, it's wait, a wait, it's wait, a wait. robot. 
It's a Soulsborne thing. Uh-huh. We don't have to think shit about how we tell the people about the lore. <laughs> They're just supposed to get it from watching 18 hours worth of you're YouTube so, videos. You're so right. You're so and, right. And if our, any of our audience thinks, I sure would like to learn about the world, fuck off. <laughs> That's not how we work here in Soulsborne territory. I mean, Sekiro did a pretty decent job. Okay, Sekiro, it, 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 Sekiro did do it different. They kind of made it a little bit confusing because you can actually play the game out of order and that can fuck up your understanding of how this world works. But the core story at least is there. Yeah. In Bloodborne, it's like, oh, you? Some rando. You're a rando. Go kill everything. And it's like, why? Because yeah, because they're are... uggo. Look how <laughs> uggo they are. I mean, that's like that's pretty uh, Lovecraftian methodology there. It's like, oh, it's different than me. I'm going to go kill it. The thing that's bizarre about Bloodborne to me, uh-huh. given my pl- lots of hours and no progress, uh-huh. is that there are people that you can talk to. Yes. They're all inside. Mm-hmm. If anybody is outside, you have to kill them. And it, if you think about it that way, it's really ha- haunting in a different direction. <laughs> Holy shit. Wait. What are we so, naming this game? So, um, I think... Let's God. think about some like d- some Soulsborne names, right? Dark Souls, Bloodborne. So, it's two Sekiro. words. Row. Yeah, oh, Sekiro, Shadows Sekiro's Die different Twice. different because, oh, Shadows Die Twice. We need, yeah. like, a really fucking, like, fuck-off edgy name. It's like, <laughs> oh, like something that, like, 14 and 13-year-old Blake I and AJ would love. Ink and Candy. I don't like candy, but I do like a little bit of this, like, leaning into, like, raw XD humor. <laughs> oh, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> rar, uh, <laughs> rar shadows die twine. Rar, um, uh, can we take a lyric from, maybe, We maybe we take a lyric from the music. Might I suggest uh-huh. this? Uh-huh. Wait, what, what? What? Actually, I want to follow you. Where are you going? I was gonna say we either take a mu- we take a lyric from one of her songs, which would be kind of cool. Well, they're or, Japanese, so it's gonna be a little you tough. Fucking translate it, man. <laughs> Google translates. Or, or 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 we take a little bit of we take a little bit of Tom Nook and we take a little bit of Rar XD. We call it Rar R A W R underscore All Debts Are Paid. You want to do something simpler, just like like I want Blood to do something Born, similar. I Dark want, Souls. I want like a yeah. Uh-huh. I want something that's just like mm-hmm. tagline. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know what we could do? Uh-huh. We could we could break it up like this. If you want to take an edgy word, uh huh, and I'll take a soft word, uh huh, and then we'll like see where those go. You know what I mean? Okay, give me, give me a couple seconds, then I could do that. So okay. I'm gonna do edgy. You're gonna do candy-ish. Candy-ish, like yeah. sweet something pastelly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, I got one. You ready? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Bright. What's yours? Bright death? Bright death? Oh, fuck. That's pretty good. I like that, actually. Now, are we allowed to... Can we get death on a box? Yeah, why not? That's a good point. Bright death. Fucking... Might I also suggest... Hold on. Wait a second. Okay, okay. Okay. So the idea is that like this game is a game where you can't die. Uh Uh-huh. You are trying to... You're going through like the deconstruct. You're going through a production to make everything happy. Uh huh. Uh huh. The game at its core is going to be like you fuck up, you get pushed back to everything that you had to do before. Uh huh. And so like we're trying to like make our players like ah, oh, you know, you're getting better at it at least. Uh huh. Bright side. Oh, I fucking love that actually. All right, bright side bri- it is. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then our trailer is. 
our trailer's just it's like Mr. A Brightside. Music. Yeah, it uses the Mr. Brightside music. <laughs> it's just like you're getting like you're like slicing through candy spiders. Hi, Mr. Brightside. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you everybody on our Patreon Discord for giving us those sweet fucking bosses. Are we ready to go into patch notes, my friend? Let's go into patch notes. Hell yeah! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode this week. We hope you had a great time. Blake and I had an amazing time. I love talking about candy. I love talking about Bloodborne. And I got to talk a little bit about Berserk. And if you haven't read that, <laughs> fucking read it. It's so good. <laughs> That's our plug for this week. You, <laughs> Berserk. <laughs> you know where you can find Berserk? On our Twitter, maybe. Not really. No, you can't. There's you no links to that our on our Twitter. Anyway. <laughs> Our traders at Spiritual Suck, on that, we're going to go ahead and share some of those images that we used for the boss fights. Mm-hmm. We're going to go ahead and share some artwork for this video game later this week. Yeah. We're going to give a shout out to the people that helped us out creating this game. Yeah, thank you to everybody who gave us submissions. We will see you next week. AJ, actually, tell us about the lovely music they're about to hear. The music that we use is A Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. And, oh, good. Also, Check out Prom Night by Anna Monaguchi. That fucking song fucking rocks. Prom Night is such a so good song. Good. That whole album, uh, what was the Endless, Endless Fantasy. Fanny. Yeah. Endless Fantasy. That would have been a good name for this game, too. Like something it would have. Like Endless Fantasy. Yeah, huh? we went with Brightside, though. Hey, Brightside's great. As always, I have been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs> <laughs>